Welcome back to Bat Rankings, where you can come for Batman. But stay for Anthony. I'm your head scientist, Ben Creighton, with me as always. Hi, everybody. It's Kenny Wendorski. Kenny, can I tell you what a beautiful feeling it is? We went for like a good month there between one thing and the other and, and getting our recording, our remote recording setups set up. We went through a, some time there when we were only a week or two ahead, like we only had one episode in the bank. Yeah. And and then the last couple of weeks running, we've, you know, gotten in every week and, and done uh, done two episodes a session. And we built ourselves up a nice little backlog. Then we took last week off. And I'm like somewhere somewhere inside me, I'm like, am I okay? Are we good? Am I? And then I would check the recordings like, no, we're, we're good. We're all right. We've got next week's. We've got the week after that. We are fine. It is such a... <laughs> <laughs> such yeah. a nice feeling <laughs> that's no. good i'm glad yeah. yeah uh let's see here i wasn't able to meet up last week i am back at work so yeah. i am back at the pool back to work they called us up gave us like about a week's notice and we started on memorial day weekend <laughs> oh yeah geez i didn't even think about that so at the time of this recording it is the day after Memorial Day. So how how was that? Were you slammed or are Dude, people we still were, leery? We were very slammed uh, and we had to do the social distancing thing. So you had to basically one person come in, one person come out. You got to keep track of that. Keep people six feet away, which is a clusterfuck because people, <laughs> when they get a couple cocktails in them, they don't care. They just want to like, you know, hug each other and laugh and whatnot. (laughs) And uh, it's scorching hot, Tucson, Arizona. We're hitting triple digits. And all of us, especially me, are out of shape. (laughs) 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 Two months of doing nothing. And here we are like trying to put on our uniforms. Belts aren't (laughs) a little tighter (laughs) than they used to be. Uh, yeah, my, my guts all flopping around. I'm sweating <laughs> like crazy. Hey, but I lost seven pounds in one week. So that's pretty hey. good. <laughs> Get those easy so, gains while they're still easy. Dude, Man. I, after this, after our sessions today, I'm going to try to do a walk. Cause I gotta get, I gotta get the muscles going again. I am just, I was not prepared. And I mean, yes. Memorial day weekend is the second busiest weekend of the, of the year for us. 4th of July being the first. So it was kind of a, a culture. We lost two. Two of our coworkers had to quit because we have to wear face masks. Mm-hmm. And they're hot. These black masks that just, oh, man. Oof. And you're breathing and you're, you're huffing and puffing. So two of them quit. Wow. So we're, we're short-staffed even more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, guess that's, uh, I guess that's job security. It is. I mean, I went, I went from like the middle to now I think I am the senior. Because, <laughs> yeah, one girl who got hired at the same time as me, and then there was a girl there way before me. So, yeah, I think I have the seniority now, It's which is just weird because I am definitely do not feel it. I still feel like I'm the rookie. But yeah, well, uh, here we are. I've got the opposite <laughs> problem. So I do a, a workout with a weighted mace, and it's 15 pounds, which doesn't sound like a lot. But, I mean, you know. It's... Dude, that thing I remember is in the trunk of your car. That thing's like a yeah, super heavy. Yeah, well, it's because the the leverage when all the weight is on the other side of a long stick, fifteen pounds feels a lot heavier than if it was just you know a dumbbell in your hand. Yeah. Well, I decided I wanted to upgrade, and it turns out that you cannot get a twenty pound mace for love or money because everybody's been on quarantine. All the gyms have been closed, yeah. so. 
home workout gear. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, huh? Yeah, ah, so I, I had to, uh, I, I meant to do, you know, the intelligent progression from the 15-pound to the 20-pound. <laughs> I wound up ordering a 25-pound because it was all I could get. I still paid too much for it, and I'm still waiting on them to ship it. Yeah. <laughs> and this was like a week ago. So That's... it's going to show up, and I'm going to be like, oh, God, what am I doing with, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, you know, it doesn't take much. Two months. It's, it's shocking, the amount of uh, lost flexibility and the stiffness and our muscles and everything. It's just, it doesn't take much. So uh, I'm I'm looking forward to getting my body back in shape. Well, I'd tell you to try a, a steel mace workout, except apparently they're impossible to get a hold of. <laughs> I'm <laughs> okay it's... on that. I I'll <laughs> stick with just the the fast walking. <laughs> you, you do the mace thing. You do the medieval mace, and I'll I'll do the walking. <laughs> Speaking of medieval times, not yeah, really. Yeah. Eight, 1898's not medieval. That's. Uh, no. <laughs> that's a bad transition that's bad transition ben <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but today's episode of batman <laughs> avatar opens up in egypt 1898 where we see yeah. a bunch of of brownish beturbaned dudes uh, around this egyptian dig site uh, but of course they send the white guy in because he's the most <laughs> important <laughs> <laughs> this lantern jawed uh, looks like he jumped straight out of a out of a pulp like 1920s cereal, like the sort of thing that inspired Indiana Jones. He goes down into this Egyptian pyramid, temple, crypt, whatever it is, ruins. Yeah. It gives his hat though to a young boy who is you know hands him I think water or yep. something like that, and the boy looks at him with heroic eyes like look at this guy he's look. cool <laughs> look at this white guy coming in to, to you know just jack our cultural heritage what a great guy <laughs> and he descends down and he's he's looking around and it's it's actually a very cool sequence because it's it's totally silent except for the music uh, this show's gotten a lot of mileage out of doing sequences with just diegetic sound, no music. This is the opposite. You see, like, horses win winnowing and people panicking, but all you hear is the music. As the guy descends, there's a door in these ruins that glows green, and then it just cuts to the outside, and you're not sure what's going on. The wind's picking up. The animals are freaking out. The music's getting more dramatic. And the turban dudes pull the rope back up that's supposed to let them pull this guy out if something happens. And all there is is just a burnt, frayed end. Yeah. And uh, they run away in panic. And the little boy looks real sad. Yep. And then we cut to present day, or present day that is retro future. Yep, retro future Gotham, where <laughs> Lucius Fox is hanging out with Bruce complimenting him on what a what a humanitarian he is uh funding this egyptian museum where they take artifacts that belong to the egyptian people and remove them and put them <laughs> in a museum uh for white people to enjoy Isn't in the u.s sweet? this yeah. is a totally non-problematic practice that is not uh awful and a uh, remnant of cultural imperialism that we'd be better off without no, it's fine. It's good. It's humanitarian. It's the 90s. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh well, it's been going on since forever, but Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, they uh, he calls it a tax write-off too, which is 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> it's, it's like, Bruce, you're supposed to be the, uh, the good guy here. But, you know, like you said, it's the 90s. Yeah. We didn't really think about this stuff too much back then. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I always assumed you just went to these places to look at cool stuff. I had no idea the... The reality is that stuff should be where it is found and looked at, yeah. not vice versa. <laughs> but, you know, I was a dumb kid. I didn't know any better. <laughs> yep. But one of these artifacts is called the Scroll of Osiris. Remember that, because in about 30 seconds, somebody's going to try to steal it. Yep. Uh, that is a masked gentleman who breaks the glass, steals the scroll. Luckily, Bruce Wayne is Batman. He's there to intercept and stop him. Takes the mask off. And who is it? Ubu. It's Ubu. Ubu's back, everybody. Hey, remember Ubu? So you know what that means. It's Ra's al Ghul. He's back. Yep. Uh, and apparently he was just chilling in the other room the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And he's pretty angry. He, he says something to the effect of, you could have been my best pal, but you're going to die just like every other sucker. Have a snake. <laughs> <laughs> throws a snake at batman <laughs> dude yeah a cobra no less yep. uh the cobra bites batman uh so he drops the scroll they run off with it luckily batman has his little potion in his bat belt yep uh, his universal antidote to all forms of venoms toxins because <laughs> that's a real thing yeah <laughs> but but i go along with it it's the the magic utility belt it's like the the 60s movie remember the bat shark repellent i think it was yep bat shark like, repellent what the fuck spray. do you have that in your belt for <laughs> why would you ever need to repel that? a shark <laughs> yeah and it came in handy in that movie so there you go. <laughs> so, yep, Ubu and Raish get away. Batman takes the antidote, falls unconscious for a while, wakes up, and decides to, uh, speaking of Indiana Jones, decides to hop on the old dotted line on a map express <laughs> yeah. to Gibraltar. Yeah. Uh, where apparently that's where the... Talia hangs out. Yeah, she's got a real fancy place, too. Uh, it's like this mansion on top of a cliffside overlooking the ocean. Bruce Wayne, in his 1940s archaeological vacation gear. Oh, wait, Everybody... I'm so sorry. He's, uh, he's actually in a suit in this scene. I forgot. He's in a suit. Yeah, yeah. Everybody wears a lot of jodhpurs in, yeah. uh, <laughs> in this episode. But yeah, he, he beats up her guards because he didn't think to phone ahead, apparently. Because <laughs> as, as soon as Talia shows up, she's like, Oh, beloved, could you come on in? Yeah. And... And the mooks are just laying there unconscious, like, really? Asshole. <laughs> I, I just got the shit beat out of me for this. <laughs> yeah. She spares not a thought for her mooks. Poor mooks. No. no. <laughs> Lackluster mooks. Yeah. Uh, she is told that Raish is still alive. She had no idea. Raish yeah. has not contacted her at all, which is shocking to her. And then yeah. she feels extreme guilt uh, over... Maybe uh, the, the dad doesn't love her anymore or she maybe betrayed him in some sort. So she just feels bad and she wants to help Bruce to find her dad. Yep. Uh, and uh, so they they head to a secret stronghold that Raish had in Cairo, which is really just the back room of a tourist shop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a 
a seller who's trying to hawk his merchandise and they're not interested and they look around using a sonic device to yep. find an opening where the secret uh, chamber is they find it behind a sarcophagus and they flip a switch and it opens up and then hired goons show up to stop yep. them including the shopkeeper they are easy to defeat I'm, yeah. I'm going to give an extra 50 points. Let's say 300 points apiece for these mooks, 300 for the, 350 for the shopkeeper, because he is clearly not, like, he's overweight. He, is, <laughs> he looks like exactly what he is, just a shopkeeper that Raish pays to, to use his spare room as a stronghold. But by God, he's loyal, and if, if somebody tries to get into Raish's secret spot, he's going to throw down no matter how little chance he stands. He and I respect whip. that. He threw a he whip. He did at have him. a whip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but so I think he gets a little, ex- little extra heart. What about you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A little extra. <laughs> I mean, he had something. He had something for him. Yeah, uh, but they were something special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Ray shows up again and he gives the whole Bond villain speech. Uh, by the way, here's my whole evil plan. He traps, uh, traps Talia and, and Bruce in a glass cage and. And tells him, yep, I'm going to go go see this ancient Egyptian queen, Thoth Kapera. Yes, she apparently was able to control two continents, controlling the ability of life or death. Yep. Reigned for just, a thousand years. Yes. And uh, the scroll was one half of a kind of like a half scroll. Yep. And it shows the location of where her tomb is. And like you said... Bruce and Talia are trapped in this glass airtight trap and Raish and Ubu, they leave to go to their destination and uh, yeah, they're left there. Yep. Uh, Bruce, of course, has a gadget for everything. He breaks them out, breaks the glass with his sonic device. But before that, uh, Bruce and Talia have a little, uh, a little conversation uh, Bruce says, you know, I know you've still you know, got some loyalty to your, to your father, but I want you to know, I mean, you do know I'm going to do whatever it takes to stop him. And she says, though it breaks my heart, I will do what I must as well. Exact yep. words. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they break out. Bruce changes into his Batman gear and they go on a little horsey ride. Uh, they are able to find the location of the the queen's tomb of course uh Raish and ubu got there ahead of them uh yeah as they go inside of the tomb there is a sarcophagus and ubu just knocks that opening off he gives no fucks yep. <laughs> it breaks into a million pieces yep. and, and of course are several scrolls yeah all kinds of scrolls and of course Raish, i mean he's been planning this moment for 600 years he is a man of of patience and the likes of which uh, we can hardly even comprehend. So, of course, he uh, takes very special care with these scrolls and meticulously follows good archaeological practice so as not to damage them. No! He (laughs) puts his hands on them like a child opening a Christmas present, and they crumble to dust. Yeah. (laughs) You dingus. He just, you know, panics, freaks out. He's mad. And Batman and Talia take this moment to run out of there, and the hired goons start shooting at him. And then it's discovered there's actually an opening underneath the scroll sarcophagus. 
And that's actually got stairs where the secrets of, uh, I'm so sorry, Capera? Toth Capera? Toth Capera, yeah. Toth Prob- Capera. Probably butchering the pronunciation, but. <laughs> <laughs> I actually took an ancient Egyptian uh, class in, at the U of A, and Tutankhamen mm-hmm. is, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, we call it Tutankhamen. It's Tutankhamen. Amun is the actual pronunciation of it. So all of us uh, white students in the class were like, whoa, (laughs) we've been saying it wrong this whole time. (laughs) But uh, I digress. Raish goes down the stairs and he is greeted by a beautiful Egyptian young woman who comes out of green ooze. And yep. I'm, I'm thinking Lazarus pit, but when, when we first see this, like, ah, okay, this is, but no, this, this does some pretty different stuff than what we've seen the Lazarus pits do. It's more slimy than it is. The Lazarus pits is more like a, I'd say hot springs, mm-hmm. bubbling hot springs. And this looks more gooey, more, uh, mucusy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he goes in there, and she comes out. And by the way, she is voiced by Nichelle Nichols uh-huh. of Star Trek. Yes, our original Uhura. Nice. And she basically says, "Come over here. I'll give you all the secrets." And he's like, "Great! I I've wanted this all my life. Come on over." And she gives him a big old smooch on the face, but not until you see one hand turned old and and ragged and almost skeletal that's when you realize oh this isn't good yeah <laughs> she turns into some kind of like zombie lich thing and as uh Ra- or as uh batman and talia rush downstairs having defeated ubu and the other mooks uh they see she's apparently like sucking out his racist soul through his mouth yeah it's very mortal combat yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh... Raisha ages a whole lot. He turns into an old man and like shrivels before their eyes. Mm-hmm. Talia manages to get Raish away, and the the zombie queen is not happy about this. She's summoning tentacles and faces from the ooze, and I think this might be the first time that we see just straight up magic in Batman. Yeah, like well, the Lazarus pits are. We're always like, I, I mean, this could be like weird science something. They're chemicals, mm-hmm. but this is like, nope. This is just magic, ancient this Egyptian is magic, supernatural. Yeah, being forced stuff. Uh, the faces turn into tentacles. One of them grabs Talia, and Batman jumps on it and hacks it away so that they're both free. Talia grabs Raish, and they go up the stairs. And Toth Capera, pretty pissed. She yeah. said, no one can defy me. <laughs> <laughs> Batman throws a grenade at her, doesn't do anything. He had a so grenade. They... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that counts. It's an explosion. So take a shot. It's true. <laughs> uh, but uh, she's still alive because she's, you know, she's ancient. She is legion. She says she is a legion. Yep. Um, so Batman tells him to escape and he'll do whatever he can to stop that thing. Yeah. Which means push a giant statue on top of her that's right immortal undead god queen with the power of life and death and a thousand year reign zero big rock one it was a big rock (laughs) (laughs) i love the scream of pain that batman does to push over that statue sarah was watching with me and i said are you ready this is going to be the ultimate batman battle cry he's just (laughs) as he pushes that statue over 
and uh, it smashes up everyone in the Lazarus pit goo area, and it's time to escape because everything's falling apart. Yep, and and as the place collapses, importantly, uh, we we get our one line of dialogue from Ubu, which for all I know, they could have just taken the sample from the previous episode, because all he does is yell, Infidel! (laughs) (laughs) But Batman saves him from the falling rubble, because that's the kind of guy Batman is. Mm Mm-hmm. And as they're as they're leaving on horseback, Batman has Raish tied up and says, "Yeah, well, I'm gonna take him to the authorities because he has a lot to answer for." But Talia's not about that. Uh, she loves her dad. Yeah, loves her dad so much that she betrays her beloved. She's got her gun that has like a needle on it, yeah. and Batman dismounts. They all leave. Raish is. Pretty much saying, ha catch you later, fucker. <laughs> and Ubu, since his life was saved, he throws a water bottle over at Batman, which is nice. Yeah, here you go, infidel. Yeah, you <laughs> saved my life, so here's some agua. <laughs> yeah. And thus ends Avatar. Kenny, does this episode hold up? It does. It's pretty good. It's it's a very good looking episode. This is another Studio Junio joint, and they're they're really rising in my estimation of uh, some of our really good animation studios. I was terrified of what you would think because this to me was uh, it's kind of like POV. I I wouldn't say it's the best in the world, but I got mm. such love for this episode. I love ancient Egypt. I took three. Egyptian classes in community college and I took one at the U of A studying hieroglyphs and stuff like that. I wasn't any good at it, but I liked it. (laughs) I love Egyptian uh, history and I love Batman. This is like two of my loves crammed together. And I view this episode as I know it's not the best of the best, but it's, it's kind of like a big Mac cheeseburger. I know it's not the best cheeseburger I could ever get, but every once in a while, I want to treat myself with just a little <laughs> delightful Big Mac cheeseburger. So I enjoy Avatar quite a bit. Yeah, you know, I was going to make a food metaphor, too. This is like when you have a really good meal, a really tasty meal, and that's Demon's Quest. But yeah. you're not quite full yet. And you're like, you know what? I'll go back for seconds. It's, it's you know, it's cooled down a little. It's not quite as warm and tasty, but it's still pretty good. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's what this is. Just a just a pretty decent second helping of Ra's al Ghul. It's, yeah. I, I think the third act was kind of a little silly and stupid. <laughs> I, I don't know. She's an evil mummy queen, I guess. <laughs> Magic happens, but eh, it's still a lot of fun. I always wanted more from this. I wanted to know more about Toth Capera or have some kind of flashback scene in introducing her, but maybe that wouldn't have been the right call. Like you yeah. said, sometimes there's a lot of padding in these episodes. Maybe it's for the best that we didn't have that exposition. So... But yeah, yeah, we'll see just how well Avatar is once we get the old science machine out. I'm a disciple of science. I know the universe is in full compliance with magic. Yep, let's law. take a look at some science here. We got uh, we got some beakers swirling. We got I I I have this green goo, but I haven't managed to make faces come out of it yet. Uh, I don't know if there's not enough magic in my science or not enough science in my magic, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, we got all the time in the world. Uh, I'm trying to translate these hieroglyphs uh, to no avail. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got plenty of stolen uh, Middle Eastern artifacts don't worry about it uh, those those naughty brown people will not 
hold on to those as long as my white ass is here. The only thing I can remember is that you know it's a name if it's circled and if there is a person kneeling. Uh, if it's a woman, it'll obviously have long hair and a man has short hair. If it's a person who has died, they will have a long beard. And the whole thing has to be circled and through that translation, that is the end name. So, oh, if they're royalty, they have a hat. <laughs> so there you go, kids. You learned a little hieroglyphs today. On all that right. We're learning all kinds of things, and in a second, we're going to learn where this episode, Avatar, sits on our master list of 62 episodes. Oh, yeah. Lab coats on. Pants off. Woo! Yeah. All right. <laughs> Get my breath in here. Two-Face, Ceno Evil, Harley and Ivy, Demon's Quest, Cat in the Claw, Beware the Grey Ghost, The Man Who Killed Batman, Almost Got Him, Perchance to Dream, Robin's Reckoning, Read My Lips, Heart of Ice, Laughing Fish, I Am the Night, Day of the Samurai, Eternal Youth, Pretty Poison, The Forgotten, Joker's Favor, Feet of Clay, Silicon Soul, Clock King, Heart of Steel, What is Reality, If You're So Smart, Why Aren't You Rich? Sideshow, Joker's Wild, Vendetta, The Last Laugh, Nothing to Fear, The Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne, A Bullet for Bullock, Satana, Dreams in Darkness, Off Balance, The Mechanic, Tiger, Tiger, Appointment in Crime Alley, All Know the Wings, Christmas with the Joker, Mad as a Hatter, Blind as a Bat, Mudslide, Moon of the Wolf, Night of the Ninja, Trial, Fear of Victory, Shadow of the Bat, POV, Prophecy of Doom, Birds of a Feather, Be a Clown. The Cape and Cow Conspiracy, Fire from Olympus, Worry Man, Paging to Crime Doctor, It's Never Too Late, The Underdwellers, Nobody's Perfect, Terror in the Sky, Catch Christ Fever, and I've Got Batman in My Basement! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> And trial, trial tripped me up of all things. It's it's oh. right in the middle of Night of the Ninja and Fear of Victory, and those just they flowed so well together. And now I got to relearn everything I knew. Do you hate <laughs> if you're so smart? Why aren't you rich? That seems to be the one that is the longest title we have so far. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it by by character count, it certainly is. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't say. I mean, I like the moon and the wolf. What can I say? It's the moon and the wolf. Hey, how can I get the moon and the wolf? All right. Let's pull out you old random number generator. Let's see what we're doing here. Is Avatar better or worse than number 25? Speaking of the, the, the devil there, if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? <laughs> I think it is. I think so too. It's it's tough because if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? Is a I don't know. It's tough to judge Avatar just because it very much is kind of a second fiddle, second helping to to Demon's Quest. But judged on their own merits, yeah, I think I would still take Avatar over. If you're so smart, why aren't you rich? I love the creativity. Like you said, it's just music at the beginning. You don't hear the the whines of the horses or the wind or people shouting. It's it's a very unique opening. And I, I appreciate, I applaud them for trying that out. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that, that was a very good cold open. I think I'm able to forgive a lot of the silliness that comes later just because they did such a great job of setting up that tension early. I think when I was a kid, I actually thought there was something wrong with the TV or the broadcast. But no, that was <laughs> all intentional choices. So yeah. kudos to you, Batman team. I, I think Avatar is better. All right. In that case, is Avatar better or worse than number 21, his Silicon Soul? There, I'm, I got to give the edge to his Silicon Soul. But I'm curious to hear what you have to say. That's tough. 
might have to break this one down with some science. Yeah. Silicon Soul had a lot of thought-provoking issues. What it is to define somebody as a human being, to have emotions, what it is to have character. We have a robot that thought it was a human and the journey that it goes on to discover, no, it is not, but it can do human things. It's an interesting twist. And in that, yeah, I'm going to give it to Silicon Soul. Because Avatar, like we said, it's it's not a filet mignon. It's more of a Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they're... It's an interesting comparison because they're both they're both follow-ups. They're both single-part follow-ups to a previous two-parter. Mm-hmm. So structurally, they have some similarities. They both have some pretty silly comic book logic, but I think I would give it to Silicon Soul for that little bit of extra heart. What about yeah, I concur. All right. In that case, is... Avatar, better or worse than number 22, Clock King. You know, I think I got to go Clock King on that one. Yeah, I'm going to concur with you on that. It's it's a close thing, but there's... If what you want is fun Indiana Jones globetrotting adventures, I mean, Demon's Quest is right there. Mm-hmm. And there's there's just not another one that's quite like Clock King. Clucking was just structurally just a fun romp the whole way through. I love that introduction to his character. <laughs> yeah. How comical, how his life just fell apart at the beginning of that episode. Yeah, yeah. I think that that sequence of him freaking out over all of the the papers blowing in the wind and and his yeah his life crumbling before his eyes as he stands in the courtroom i think i would stack that up one for one against the cold opening of avatar yeah. but i think clock king had had a much stronger third act and i think yeah, that's I agree. what that that uh clock falling apart with all the gears and what have you is it's pretty creative so yeah. yeah clock king all right we're getting close now is avatar better or worse than number 23 Heart of Steel. Pregnant women are smug. I think I would give the edge to Heart of Steel for the the creepy spider robots, for the introduction of Barb Gordon. Yeah, her detective skills. Yeah. Barb Gordon being being a cool good detective and not like Shadow of the Bat. <laughs> and I'm gonna concur. Yeah. All right. In that case, we have but one more decision left to make. Is Avatar better or worse than number 24? What is reality? Oh, another Riddler one. (laughs) Yeah. Dang. I think that one's, the Riddler one is better. Hmm. I, I think I would give the edge to Avatar, but I don't feel, I'm not super strong about that, but let's. Neither am I. Yeah, let's let's get into some science here. Yeah, I don't want to knife fight over it because they're both pretty good. Yeah, Avatar has that that strong cold open, but what is reality has those cool fantasy sequences in the middle once Batman gets into the VR world. Mm-hmm. So I would call that a wash. What is reality has 
a van driving robot. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> to me, what is reality is all about that third act when he goes into the VR and Robin's helping him with all those traps and quizzes. But the real world stuff is kind of forgettable. Yeah. The the riddles are, like, as Riddler episodes go, I think those were some of the stronger riddles, if only because they come just rapid fire. Mm-hmm. Although okay. Avatar was an exotic, fun romp. Yeah. Though we didn't really get the breadth of different locations in Avatar. It was really just all Egypt stuff, whereas... Hmm. I think that's what they wanted, though. Oh yeah, I mean nothing wrong with that. We're we're talking the slimmest of margins here. Yeah. Uh, but still, what is reality by virtue of being in this VR fantasy land where anything could happen? They they were able to do more with their set pieces. You know, they had the flying Pegasus through the constellations. They had the mm. the Scooby Doo hallway full of <laughs> silly yeah death traps. So you know when we break it down with science. I, th- I think I'm comfortable giving the edge to what is reality. It's a, it's a narrow, slim, <laughs> slim yeah. one there. All right, I'm marking it down. Avatar goes in the new number 25 spot, just below what is reality, and just above, if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? It's the <laughs> meat in a Riddler sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. How about that? Yeah. Let's see what kind of meat we're going to be sinking our teeth into next week. That would be a pretty tasty sandwich if you think about it. (laughs) That's not bad. What do you think Riddler bread tastes like? I I think it has a hint of mint. Or is that just the green talking? I was thinking like a buttery sourdough. (laughs) Ooh. Yeah, no, I like that. It's it's almost like a patty melt. Yeah, yeah. It's grilled. Yeah. We've been talking a lot about food in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Hey, you know where you know what's a food is vegetables. You know where vegetables come from? Your garden. Next week, I'm stretching this. That, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty... <laughs> the worst transition ever. <laughs> House and garden. Yeah, it's a poison ivy episode. We haven't seen her in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> I I'm fairly sure. Correct me if I'm wrong. But but you've said over and over that there's a certain Poison Ivy episode that just creeped you the fuck out as a kid. I think it's this one, Dude, if I'm remembering it, I right. I mean, when we look back, the one that haunted me was the tree people. This one didn't haunt me, but it did give me chills. Genuine chills. I remember watching this when it was broadcast as a kid. And I remember just the hair standing up on my back, my little baby back (laughs) (laughs) little, little fat me with Doritos in front of him. Just going, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, um, this is a good one. It's, it's pretty creepy. Yeah. I have, I have good memories of this one too. I don't want to talk more specifics until we're actually talking about the episode because it goes some places if it's the one I'm thinking of, but Let's just say I'm real happy that that we're doing these two recording sessions back to back because I wouldn't want to have to wait a week uh, right. like like the poor folks at home will <laughs> if you're if you're watching along with the podcast. But that'll be next week. In yeah. the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the Internet? You can find me on Weiski TV on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. 
And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter or twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. And you can always find us right here at anchor.fm slash batrankings, where there are buttons that can let you subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. If you were to give us a five-star review, we'd sure appreciate that. You can also support the show with a monthly pledge of $1, $5, or $10. Help us keep those lights on. And if you just want to tell a friend about the show, just spread the word a little bit. Boy, we appreciate that, too. Just uh, let's get, us, get us out there to some folks who might appreciate watching through Batman with us. Yeah. And uh, we, for those of you who are already supporting us, thank you so much. You, you guys are great. Just rock stars. Absolutely. And we will see you rock stars next week for House and Garden. Word. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>